Hi, everybody. I am Peter Travers. This is Popcorn, where we tell you what is happening in the culture. And I've confessed this before. This succession on HBO is my favorite. It's my favorite series. You people that are full of Game of Thrones, you just have to think <laughs> of something else, you know, because this is it. And in a really rare thing, season two is actually better oh, than cool. season one. Cool. So I'm thrilled to have Kieran Culkin right here in this chair. This one, yeah. You've had a couple people from the show in this chair, haven't you? Yeah, I've Brian. Had Brian. Cox. I've yeah. had um, Nick Braun. Nick Braun. I've, if I had my way, I'd have everybody. You should just bring them all on. Work, work their way up. Work but your it's way your up. turn, yeah. so screw the rest. Yeah, of screw them. them. You're done. You've peaked. <laughs> yeah, where are you, you yeah, going to go from cares? here? Yeah. You're the one who had the Golden Globe nomination. God, that's true. You just did. rub it in. Did they all hate their you? faces? Yeah, they were all so mean. Mm-hmm. They used, they held me down and you know, <laughs> kicked me in the. No, I just wonder how that happens when you're on a show and then somebody gets singled out. Do they just not mention it? Or do they say, congratulations, Kim? Oh, they all say congratulations. And then I'm I'm ticking off the box like, who hasn't said it yet? It's 6 p.m. All right, right, Jeremy Strong, where's where's my congratulations? (laughs) But they could say it in a certain way because, you know. There's none of that. None of that. None of that in the show. Nobody... It's just good if things happen. Great, You're just happy. Yeah, if there's like nominations that come in, great. If they don't, great. Can I we just keep doing it. our job? Great. Like that's, everybody <laughs> just wants do. to do it. I think everybody's having a really great time doing it, and it's also the kind of show that just feels really collaborative. It feels like everybody's making this thing. So when something like that happens, like the the Golden Globe thing happened, it really didn't feel like it was a me thing. It felt like, oh, cool, the show got a thing. And well, I that's, think that's me trying to be like I didn't get an Emmy nomination, but I kind of did because <laughs> we all did. did. Yeah, we we all did. It's all there, you know. Mm-hmm. You sounded like you had years of therapy when you said that. It was just a, um, you know, look. And I'm still searching I'm for a good therapist. So <laughs> it's not found yet. No. Well, you are from one of the most dysfunctional families on television. This is definitely the The Roys or the Culkins? Well, the Culkins have their own. Yeah, Yeah, okay, there's... You know, I don't know. You'd be the best judge I don't know who is worse. Uh, What's a functional family? I don't know one. They might exist. I just haven't seen one. Yeah, I I haven't seen one. Nobody has one. No, they're all... We might have moments of functionality, but we we don't Yeah, and I think with this show, it's a bit like um, they're not more or less. It's kind of with all their power and money and all that stuff they're still just like the rest of us so <laughs> equally as <laughs> up i, I no, can say a, you can say anything i just and i knew you wanted to say that you came in saying it it sounds rhythmic and melodic in coming from your lips yeah it's just incredible but i need to do due diligence and to set this up because there are still some people that haven't seen succession what? I don't talk to them. What? No, That's but insane. They haven't seen it. They're behind on season one, but now season two comes. Season one had gotten, you know, a lot of attention, but now people are watching it more. Mm-hmm. It's cool. got five Emmy nominations, including Best Series. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure your heads are even more huge and yeah, ego-bloated yeah. than ever before. We're amazing. We're the biggest thing ever. You, yeah. Yeah. you uh, are. Game of what? People see you on the um, street. Do they recognize you now as Roman? Yeah, I've gotten a few of those, uh, and mostly people call me. 
Uh, and that's actually ha- happened a lot, and it's not. It's like I feel like it's um, quite a compliment. I almost feel like you know Wallace Shawn being people yelling inconceivable at him when he walks down the street, and each one <laughs> thinks that they're like the first one to do that. That's right. Um, like I'm like, hey, you're on that show. I'm like yeah, it's like you're. An I'm like I know. Yeah. Like that's the show. I mean, I probably am in real life. I don't know, but the the guy sure is. I saw somebody mistake someone for you. Oh really? And was said it Rory? To, said to his friend. Could have been Rory, yeah. but I don't think so. Yeah. I would have known. All right. And they said, there's that <laughs> from ah. Succession. And I thought, again, one of the great compliments. Would be new. I haven't heard that one yet. <laughs> well, I, heard I feel it. like they said and you were like, no. <laughs> was that, that guy that right. came in, it was you I just shouting it. it. When yeah. I passed you when you were hailing a cab today, you were like, there's that I'm going to interview in like 20 he minutes. Is. That's it. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. But his insults are just golden. They're just wonderful when Roman says something to you. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. Just no filter and whatever comes to the brain. And he can I just mean, say whatever Kendall, he wants. I Kendall, the brother who is going through so many traumas and, and is in rehab and everything is happening. And you know, he's an unshaved candle. He's, <laughs> he's, he looks like this. Do you help them? To create these... Uh... There's like, okay, so they, they write it, and it's pretty horrible, uh, some of the things that Roman has to say. And then some of the other writers, they start throwing alternative lines out there. And to my mind, I think they would deny this, but they get a little competitive with each other about like who can mm-hmm. come up with the most horrible thing. And then I kind of like want to play the game, and I like throwing my mm-hmm. horrible things that I can say from looking at what the guy, you know, how mm-hmm. he's dressed and stuff. So sometimes I don't like to let... Like, if I'm insulting the actor, I don't mm. like to let them know when it's mine and when it's theirs. Sometimes if it's too insulting, I'm like, that wasn't me. That was, that was totally me. <laughs> They're not going to use it, but, you know? <laughs> well, good. My goal is to try but to make the actor cry. Before we go on, mm-hmm. because I have so many questions and I don't want to be too inside baseball just because this show's not about me, and it, but it should be. Should it's be. what I'm yeah. interested in. Yourself. But yes, yeah. it should mm-hmm. be. But it, <laughs> they don't allow. But we should see a, a clip okay. of you. So let's see it. Here he is, Kieran Gulkin in Succession Season 2. So you're... That's not you. That's me. (laughs) No, that's me. I recognize the butt. (laughs) Yeah, look at that. Was that your idea to just sit on the... Yeah, I improvised that sitting up there. How cool. That's probably like Brando with a glove in on the waterfront. Uh-huh, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, that was exactly you just, that. You just went right just up there the same. and did that. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. no, it's interesting because for those of you who haven't watched it yet, every, the, pe- the kids in this family, this whatever it is, it is an empire, I guess it is, all want to take daddy's place. Sure. What's the case you can make for Roman doing it? Um... I think, in a way, he's sort of the most like his dad, um, which, you know, I think dad a lot of times makes really quick decisions and sort of just goes with his gut sometimes and can be a real pain in the ass and kind of scary. And I think mm-hmm. Roman has that thing where sometimes if, you know, you get his attention, he's going to rip into you and it can be a little scary. So I don't know. I think there's a case for him. And I do think, you know, he's dumb, but he's smart. I think he knows how to basically the situation to his advantage and if his advantage is the company's then you know Kieran you have this career I mean everybody remembers you and your brother in Home Alone and we see that and that was that's child actor stuff mm-hmm. but I remember you most from Igby Goes Down and oh, cool. I saw that movie I loved the whole movie but what you did in it was just amazing oh, thank and then you. you seemed to disappear yeah 
What, I, I mean, I'm saying, this was like, what, 2002? Two. Two, yeah, 2002. Then where is he? Yeah. I, what did you do? I dropped off the map. I kind of did like a bit of a freak out. That movie came out when I was 20. And uh, I kind of remember there were like some projects lining up that were I was suddenly being offered instead of auditioning for. And that was a strange thing. And I can't remember who, but somebody used the word career. And I went, yeah. oh, I have a career? I found myself like 20. I've been doing it for like 14 years. And I never once made that decision for myself. And I was like, I don't. I never even questioned if this is something I want to do, and I kind of just flipped out. And I think, you know, that's uh, I've learned that a lot of people around that age kind of freak out about what they want to do with their lives. Mm-hmm. I was just already kind of doing it, but having that same freak out at the same time. But you're living it. I mean, because Macaulay started it mm-hmm. in your family, right? We actually all so, started around the same, same time. time. Yeah, but his success in Home Alone was yeah. like. <laughs> And I think the thing with that, too, is when people... I've always said that, like, if you get to witness or experience fame like that secondhand, you would never pursue it. I don't think that's a nice thing. Like, that's not exactly a nice thing that happened to him at the age of nine. It wasn't nice for him to, like, walk down the street and people, like, chase him and stuff, you know? That wasn't that nice. Mm -hmm. Um, So, if I'm sort of figuring this out now in real time. Maybe you're my therapist. It, I finally it, found it. Yeah, um, what I'm you charge? Anytime. Yeah, yeah. great. Uh, but it's <laughs> a little bit like, that? I think if I started to find, if, I'm, if I go back now and think about it, when I was 20, if I started finding myself to be a little successful and things were coming, mm-hmm. I probably had a bit of a panic of like, a, let's roll this back. Let me try to get some control over it. Because I've seen it get completely out of control with like a child. What was happening in your family? You brought that up before. Who was saying to all of you, you should act. You should be in this. Well, my, was it your father? Was my it... father was an actor before. I think he actually comes from a family of actors or performers mm-hmm. of some kind. Uh, sort of like, you know, glass family type thing. Mm-hmm. I think him and his three siblings all did some, to some extent as kids. Uh, and then, for, if I'm remembering correctly, and sometimes I get information wrong, like, they are, some neighbors ran... Um, or were like stage managers of a theater nearby mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. So I think it got to a point where it was like, oh, we need a kid for a show. My neighbor's got seven of them. Name a sex and an age, and we got one here. Take They're these. all here. Yeah. Um, and my father then kind of pushed that. I, um, he like took headshots of us in like, I think it was like Rupert Park in New York, and sent us on auditions and stuff. And it actually kind of happened pretty quickly. You weren't scarred by the family experience? No, I just think it's like... Um, not a good relationship with dad. No, not with that. But yeah. not, not, not for that reason. He wasn't a good person overall. But for that, that kind of stuff, I think that was okay. I think, um, at least my experience, I actually can't really talk about what the siblings went through. I think mm-hmm. what's funny is growing up with a family of seven and all seven of us have, living in the same place but having very different experiences. I just think mine was maybe a little less complicated for like a kid doing it and also you mentioned the movie Igby when I worked Mm -hmm. with um, the writer-director Burr Steers on that Mm -hmm. he like really he really worked with me and almost sometimes I tell stories about how hard he was on me and it seemed kind of bullying but Mm -hmm. he was actually just um, really trying to help me out because I had a lot of like child actor sort of tics and like habits that he used to tell me if I see you doing that um, I'm going to call you out. And I said, please do. Don't, don't, mm-hmm. you know, be as harsh as you can. So what is that, going for the punchline? Doing Or just bl- like he would say, he, he, 
hated kid actors, and he was like, I hate when they do the, like, I'm going to show you how I'm feeling or something. Like, he used mm-hmm. to make fun of it a lot, and whenever he would see me doing it, sometimes in the middle of take, he would yell out and be like, that's Nickelodeon, go back. You <laughs> Nickelodeon. Know? Yeah, things like that. <laughs> like, great. oh, like, I didn't realize like, I was kid acting, and he was kind of like, it was like mean, but it felt like, it was like boot camp. It was sort of like, but he took me very seriously as an actor, treated me very seriously, and we worked on stuff together, and it was the first time, because I was 18 when we mm-hmm. shot that, and before that I had been a kid actor doing stuff. Um, and from that point on, I was like, oh, this is different. This isn't just stand on your mark and say your line like you do as a kid. This was like doing scene work and trying to understand why my character yeah. saying stuff. And then from there, I started doing theater, and it was... So all that stuff was just completely different. But I'm glad I did the stuff as a kid because it taught me quite a few things stand on your mark and you know don't step on people's lines and well <laughs> yeah because there's a comfort in that but i think what you're saying is if you get too comfortable you're not doing it you should you're always just... be changing i think yeah. like it, it's not just kid actor and then you're an adult and boom i think if you ever get comfortable in what it is that you're doing in your process then you probably lost the point of it you, i think you're always learning from the people that you're working with i just want to mention a couple of things that you've done uh, scott pilgrim which i think is another really underrated oh, cool. movie and fargo season two. Oh yeah i've been i've modeled my mustache on yeah that. i know yes. yeah you never I've had just, a mustache until then. i never did and I, I said this has to be but i couldn't get that you sort of centipede <laughs> that look. thing because yeah. they wrote i remember when mm-hmm. they wrote in um it was in the script that I had a mustache, and when I took the job, I remember saying to them, like, okay, I can't really grow a mustache, so I thought that meant they were going to write it out, but instead they actually just got, like, a wig, like a fake mustache to oh, glue like- on me. Then they glue this thing on, and I went, oh, you mean a mustache? Yeah, I can grow one of those. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, I could have done that. Now <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here, like, every other take, they have to put glue down, and, like, I'm constantly doing this. Like, You're if you it. wanted a really terrible mustache, I could have done that, Yeah. So, we always have questions from the outside world. Okay. A question or two. Which means that Clarice Chanel says, what is your favorite one-liner that your character says on Succession? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you one that was my favorite that didn't make the show. Okay. So, That's there was one where, where Willa, um, in the first episode of the second season, Willa says, like, oh, if you want my opinion. She goes, I think Sal seems cool. Uh, and they wrote me... 12 or so different lines so each take I got to do a different line uh, and the one that didn't make it was uh, she says I think Cell seems cool and I said oh I didn't realize we were taking contributions from the floor why don't we call the guy who waxes my b- see what he thinks <laughs> how could they got that yeah <laughs> the, the moment I finished I looked right at Matthew McFadden too I was like wax my b- and see what he thinks and he just went mm-hmm. and tears started gathering and I started seeing shoulders shaking. And I was... <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. The outtake show is going to be amazing. Yeah. All right, one more. We have one more. There it is. Monica R. says, congrats on the baby news. What's Thanks. the most surprising parenting advice you've received so far? Oh, my goodness. The most surprising? Yes, that's a good question. It's, uh, you don't get much of the surprising everyone says the same thing it's all the same don't stuff. kill the baby yeah like mm-hmm. you're you're gonna want to um yeah. uh, no uh <laughs> the the advice i get a lot the, my favorite advice that i get sometimes is like uh don't take anyone's advice i love that one that's kind of my favorite i was like i already was doing that because everyone I'm starts talking that, to me i'm, I'm like not listening yeah, your life your life i don't care oh it's so great um yeah <laughs> my baby shut up uh <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the, this is just the good attitude. Yeah. It's not what Roman. I don't even want to think of Roman as a father, but you know, <laughs> you're going to be better. I think it's not you're like this. You're going to be better I than go, him. I really hope so. I hope. Yeah. I'm, believe me, that's yeah. going to happen. Anyway, Karen, this is the very first time you've been on this show. Yeah. So I hope you're back constantly. But this show always ends in song. Okay. It always ends in a. Lit- so what song are you going to do? No, I I would do it with you if I knew it. But it's just a little piece. Look at Brian Cox. He just couldn't stop Brian himself Cox loves singing. singing. I know. He loves Did you singing. Have to, you have to cut him off, right? He was going to do the whole number. I he probably would have done do. the whole production. Come to me, my melody. Yeah, oh, my did. goodness. He, he did a lot. I don't need a whole song. I just need a little. Why would you want to sing to, the, oh to my your God. child? Oh. What is the song in your head to um, do that? To my kid, to make my a kid proud. simple okay. nursery rhyme. Okay. Um, for my child. Yes. To make my child proud of me. Um... Uh, milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, fudge is made. Are you proud of me? <laughs> I really am. I couldn't, you know what? Nobody, whether they're in succession or in anything else, has ever done that. <laughs> no one's done you milk, know? milk, lemonade. So, so right. even though I like it when it's There's a, a twist little, in the end, yeah. little, It was. Yeah. <laughs> there were gestures, there was like kid acting. I'm you about know? to be someone's father, it's great. Yeah, that was my kid acting. Back, I really liked it. <laughs> and it's it. Karen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. I don't know what the hell this was, but I it'll had never a great make it. Time. But yeah, I had, I had a great, great time. time too. Oh, it'll all make. Sorry for it. You know, your that's show. It. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.